What's up, guys? I'm Connor Fergus, and welcome to my podcast. In this podcast, we talk about my journey of becoming my best self. Everyone has something they want to learn, improve, or work on, and we can all learn something from one another. In this podcast, I share what I've learned in my life through my time as a young adult, athlete, military veteran, and sales professional. I started in sales going door to door, really at the bottom floor, and my goal is to climb my way up. I hope you enjoy this podcast and please subscribe and share with others. Now let's get started. All right. How's it going, everybody? It's Connor Fergus tuning in from door to door to the top floor. Got a uh, really cool episode for you guys today. Got my boy, Active Poet. What's up? What's up? What's on up? The show. Um, so first off, thanks for getting on the show. Definitely someone that I admire. Uh, just, you know, your work ethic, your attitude, the way you're constantly, you know, putting yourself out there, getting outside your comfort zone. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. Yeah, uh, my name is David Morales, so you can find me on all social media platforms at Active Poet. Um, I'm an actor, I'm a rapper, I'm a content creator. Ever since quarantine, I'm a TikToker. <laughs> I just like, you know, stay creative. Yeah. I'm an yeah. artist. Artist, absolutely. Um, so first off, I wanted to talk a little bit about, about your acting. Let's do it. That's, that's definitely something that I enjoy. Um, I went to, I got to go to your Brownsville song performance, uh, and you played Trey. Trey, correct? I did. Yeah. Trey, um, you know, young boxer, um, and that was something that kind of reminded me of myself, which is really, was really what spoke to me. But is, I guess, uh, is there a character that you've played in the past that reminds you of yourself? Yeah, uh, when I was at City Lights Theater Company downtown San Jose. I, I was in this play by Lauren Gunderson called I and You, and I played uh, a high school basketball star who was also like a student athlete. And he goes over to um, this, this girl's house who hasn't been at school for the past three months or so because she has a liver problem. Okay. And so they're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum in high school. And they come together, they find a lot of like common things. And uh, it's a beautiful story. There's a lot of there's a lot of other stuff in there that I don't want to give away. But right. if, if you guys ever want to read a good play, that's a good one. Okay, and you were playing more of kind of like the, the cooler kid and you were helping out the girl that, you know, was a little less fortunate. She had some stuff going on. Yeah. And I could definitely, you know, that, yeah. reminds, that reminds me of you in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, you uh, where, where did this all start for you? You know, you've been acting for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Where, where, did, where did the love for acting all start for you? I mean, it started for, for me when, like, my mom was super busy working and I had a teenage sister who was just always in her room. So, like, the yeah. babysitter was the TV right. for me, you know, watching Jim Carrey, okay. all his movies, Liar, Liar, Ace Ventura, right. like, watching all that on Nickelodeon, yeah. That's So Raven, Even Stevens, Definitely. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I was yeah. just, like, watching all these shows, like, how do I do that? Right. I don't know how, but I feel like I'm just as animated and expressive as all these people. Right. Plus, I want to be a Power Ranger. Okay. That too. Which one? Um, blue, for sure. Okay. Blue. Blue okay. seemed like it would be dope. That's um, the one. All right. But yeah, I was fortunate enough to live right by a performing arts middle school, Castellero. Okay. And they have a great arts program, both in um, painting or like drawing, music, dance, and theater. And... I took a theater class and I was hooked ever since then. Yeah. And then you acted at Pioneer too. Pioneer right? as well, high school. Deanie. Yeah, Deanie. All right. <laughs> cool, man. And then, um, you know, you, you you definitely done, from from what I've seen, I've been a couple of your plays, you've done a lot of different 
kind of kinds of content. Yeah. Um, someone that you remind me of is more of kind of like a Will Smith kind of vibe, just because you know, because he can do so many different roles, right? From take it. from uh, what is it, Hitch, like kind of oh. the funny role to oh. to a super serious role in Pursuit of Happiness mm. and in uh, I Am Legend, and yeah. then you know you have all the other in between, Man. right? Um, and there's so many that I'm missing, so but. Many. Um, who is uh, someone that you feel like, like you know, you're you're similar to? Who you think your their style you emulate? Man, Will Will Smith is definitely uh, a level I'd shoot for because I, I love Will Smith. But as I've like gone through with my acting, I I really like Denzel <clears throat> because he's like based in the theater, and okay. you can and um, Sterling Brown. He's a guy in This Is Us. He was also in um, Oh yeah, Black Panther. Right. He's based in the theater too. There's just like. It's a different level of depth for people who come from the theater. I don't know what it is. I can't describe it. But when you see people on screen, you're just like, I don't know. And you find out they've done theater. You're yeah. just like, I don't know. Yeah, my brother was like that, too. He started in the theater, and then yeah. that's what got him to, to the big screen. Do you think the foundation of, of your acting is just completely different? If it, it, does, it, does it give you, like, a disadvantage if you don't, do you think? I, I mean, who knows, right? Like, no, who knows? But, man, I, I went to a film academy this past summer in New York, and there was... There's so many techniques about film that like you just don't know in theater, and it's like there's there's a learning curve for that, and um, definitely if you know all that stuff, you're gonna have a lot of advantage going into commercials or film or short films and stuff right. like that. But I don't feel like it's that hard for theater people to um, switch gears. Versus, maybe maybe musical theater, but like yeah, regular theater. Yeah, way different so. with dancing and all yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that'll bring a different element. So and similar to. Uh, to Will Smith, you know he does. He's acts. He does music. You do music too. Yeah. Which I which yeah, I've yeah. been enjoying for a long time. Fortunate for me. Um, but yeah, I mean you just dropped Chicken Tenders. Yes, sir. Um, yes, I know. Sir. I know you got some other stuff in the works. Tell us a little bit about about your music and what you have coming up. Yeah, man. Um, we just dropped Chicken Tenders during quarantine. We were kind of going stir crazy the first two weeks of it. So my producers were like, we have all these beats lying around. So in four days, we wrote and recorded it and then put it out, just trying to make people laugh during this time. Yeah. Um, um, but now as more issues and things are coming to rise that I know we're going to talk about yeah, later. Get on that. Um, we were working on our second album, Lighthearted, Lighthearted 2. Right. And it was going to be about love and trials and tribulations, yeah. things that's happened. Um, but with everything going on, my producers were like, let's take a break on that. And let's talk about what's going on right now. Because yeah. they were like, I feel like you haven't expressed that side of you with right. all the civil rights, you know, racial injustice and all that stuff. Definitely. And like things you faced. And I was like, I haven't really got too much into it because I'm just fortunate, you know, to be where I am. So. Absolutely. But I'm getting a lot off my chest and we're going to drop a project. And that's good. And, you know, at the end of the day. A lot of people, and, and we're, you know, like I said, like you already said, we're going to get into it, but it, it's hard to to see things until you can kind of hear from someone's perspective. 100%. And I think that's super refreshing to people that, that aren't familiar with that. Um, but I mean, you have a very, like, you know, unique style. Thank you, brother. You know, unique sound. Who is someone that, uh, that you know, in terms of your music that, you're, that you feel like you, you kind of emulate or, or someone you would you want to sound, I guess... Be compared to man, somebody I'd love for people to say I sound like is like J Cole. Hell yeah, that's the goat right there. That. But yeah. I feel like if somebody who's never listened to me before and they're like, "Oh, who are three artists you think you sound like?" I'd probably say Logic, okay, Kyle, and J Cole, like a a, a combination blend. of those three. Right, and why do you pick those three? Because Logic, super peace, love, positivity, Definitely. but he also is like. He's mastered the craft of right. hip hop. He's a hip hop fanatic. You can hear it in like his cadence and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Kyle is just 
Oh, he likes have fun. Like, yeah. I spy with my little. Right. Like, he's just having fun. You know, he's doing his thing. Yeah. And J. Cole is super conscious, but he also, like, I want to get to the vulnerability point of J. Cole. Because every time I listen to J. Cole, I feel like my homie's just talking to me, telling me a story or just, yeah. like, about this chick. I wanted to do it, but, like, I, you know. Right. And yeah. I want to get to that where people would just, like, feel like they know me by just listening to me. Definitely. And he, and J. Cole, he, he'll speak to you on that level. And you're exactly. kind of like, man, like. I've been there. It was yeah. like, I got you, right? That's kind of like, I've been listening to it, and you put me on, um, on Russ. Oh, Russ. That, his yeah. new album, I've Russ been really getting wrong. into, and you know, like like that song, Mama, that, that, that yeah. song really touched me. I was like, man, and, and, and music has a beautiful way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this. So if you could collab with one artist, and, and I'm sure this is impossible to answer, but if you could collab with somebody today, who would, it, who would that person be? Dead or Alive? Dead or alive. Oh, what I even dead or alive. I'll, I'll give you both. I'll give we'll you say, okay. We'll say dead or alive, and then we'll say alive today. So open up the spectrum. Man, 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 man. Does it have to be in hip hop? No, music in general. Music in music general. Music in general. Oh. You make a beautiful song with somebody. Mean, if we'd say uh, dead, I have to go Michael Jackson because I grew up listening to Michael Jackson and that okay. was a So genius. you think, you, would you do like, more of like kind of like a slower Michael or more of like an upbeat pop Michael? I'd probably be like a. Oh, or that man. old school my Jackson favorite, 5, Michael. My favorite song by Michael Jackson is Rock With You. I don't know okay. what about that song, but ever since I was little, I just want... I'm always about, like, the lane of hip-hop, which I love, is, like, that R&B Drake, like, hip-hop. Okay, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of... You can't you can't pick what genre it is. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's its right. own thing. It's, like, that R&B, hip-hop, soul, funk that makes you want to dance. So something, right. like, that makes you want to dance okay. or, like, talk to a girl. Just, like, yeah, yeah. I just want to praise you. I want to dance with you. Right. You already know. Me and you are I, the dancers, like, right. <laughs> all day. I, I think of, uh, of uh, You Rock My World yeah. with, Chris, with Chris Tucker. In the 100%. Middle. That's what I think of right. when I think of that. Yeah, exactly. That was a great track. Um, yeah. Alive. Man. Um, you know what? I'm going to throw like a, a wrench in the works. I'm okay. going to say Green Day. Okay. I'm going to throw it. Why, why, why Green Day? Because, you ever hear um, Encore by Jay-Z and Linkin yeah, Park? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I could do something like yeah? that. Yeah? Okay. With, uh, Green I love Day. Green Day. Love Me too. Some, some strong Green Day hits, man. They were they were on top at one point. And I don't want to just say because there's so many hip hop artists. Of course, I'd love to collab with J Cole. Of course, I'd yeah, love to collab with Drake, Kendrick, and those no brainers. But like, I feel like hip hop getting a verse from somebody is way more accessible than right. it is reaching out and getting like an Adam Levine on a song, which would be dope, you know? Oh yeah, or something like that. Because his song with Kanye, heard him say, is one of my favorite songs ever. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go reach Green Day. Yeah, and though, and it takes you know two different genres of music and kind of blends it together and it, and it creates a, a beautiful sound. 100%. So, I mean, you, and I really admire this, and, you know, this kind of touches on the, the topic I was talking about earlier, but yeah. you work in some of the toughest industries today, and I guarantee that you've had some down times. I mean, what, what's your usually your mentality during those times? How, like, how do you handle it? Man, I think just training and just doing it over and over and just not taking things personal when right. you don't you don't get what you want. Um, some of the best advice I've ever gotten, like going into an audition, um, you sometimes the directors will give you like a stone cold face and you'd be like, oh, they weren't feeling me at all. They right. didn't laugh at my jokes. But some people intake information differently. And regardless of who's in the audience, who's uh, watching you, judging you, they're hoping like in an audition that you're going to be it. They're praying so they don't have to look anymore. They're like, True, oh, yeah. we got our guy. That makes sense. They're, they're, they're rooting for you. And I've, I've rocked some shows where some people were just like looking at me like, 
I don't know. They're making like the stupidest face ever. But yeah. after they're like, that was the best thing I've ever seen. I'm just like, right. maybe that's just their face. Yeah. So usually in my mentality, like when I have off days and stuff like that, it's just like practice. Uh, I can always get better. Um, if one thing's not going, another thing. That's why I love my balance of acting and music. Like when I don't have a role, I just usually throw in a beat freestyle. And like, right. right. So just, just let it go off the head. Yeah. yeah. Just let. You know. how, how have you noticed your uh, like your confidence and your mentality from from when you started to to where it is now? Because I mean you've come a long way from what yeah. I've seen. I, I mean I saw you on ESPN the other day. Match.com. <laughs> yeah. like, that commercial that was a great commercial. But you know I feel like my acting confidence has gone like to the roof. Like okay. I feel like hey, it's kind of bad because sometimes when I get like an audition like an hour before I'm supposed to go, I'd be like I got it. You yeah. know like yeah. like I, I get into that like which is bad sometimes, but like. Sometimes I'm like, no. Sometimes, I feel I, like a lot of actors, like, they have that naturally. You and know? then all of a sudden they make it and it's like, yeah, I've always been like I this. got this, you right. know? But, like, that doesn't... I always got to remind myself, like, oh, humble yourself for a second. Like, sure. do the work. Like, you want to give work. yourself the best opportunity possible. Right. You still haven't made much yet, you know? Right. Um, and with music, it's weird. Like, my, my confidence wavers sometimes. Because, like, I used to just, like, not care. I just want to rap. I just want to rap. Whatever I do, I just want to rap. Da, da, da. But, like, now I'm thinking more of my impact and, like... If, like, a song does blow and people do check my discography, like, what am I really saying? What am yeah, I really talking about? What's the message you're really you know? sending? Right. So, uh, I love music. Don't don't get me wrong. I always freestyle. Anytime I'm out, I always, like, grab the mic. Yeah. I always got something prepared. But um, my I feel like my confidence with music wavers just sometimes. Sure. And that's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. As you try, because you're constantly evolving it and changing yeah. it and... You know, with acting, it's kind of like it's, it's your, your one pursuit and you're just mastering the craft for music. Yeah. It's kind of like music itself is constantly changing. Exactly. You have to adapt and then also find a unique sound to get yourself to, you know, be yeah. recognized. Exactly. What are some uh, some factors that people don't know that contribute to your success today? Hmm. Um, my mom. My mom's. Absolutely. She's a grindaholic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, she doesn't take a day off. Um, yeah, she grinds, you know, through the rain, sleet, snow bad times good times she's always working she used to um since quarantine started me and her have been working out uh, yeah i've been seeing but before that man she was like waking up every morning she had to be at work at seven but she'd wake up at five to go to boot camp before Definitely, she worked yeah. and i'm just like man like you're making me feel bad i'm like right. 27 not even working out as much as you i'm just like what um but yeah she she plays a huge factor and like the some mentors that i've gotten along the way i'm seeing their their goals and like yeah you know always staying inspired going going to support my friends and seeing them work has always inspired me and like yeah. keeps keeps the fuel going also the 10-day meditation retreat i went to that like game changer game changer yeah elevated my mind state made me more grateful grounded me as a human being just made me realize there's more than one way to live your life and for sure um yeah yeah, saved my life at one point too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my my dad was really big into um, to like meditation. Mm. When, when you're a kid, you don't appreciate it because it's like, hey, sit, like sit down, <laughs> meditate. You know, it's gonna be quiet. But but now it's it's in my routine. I, I meditate for you know only ten minutes every morning. But it's yeah. a it's a game changer. Who are some of your um, of kind of some of the some of the people that you that you really look up to Ooh. in your life? So definitely mom. Oh, definitely moms. Definitely mom. my god brothers. I got three god brothers that kind of like paved the pathway of what it meant to be a man yeah growing up um my sister for sure absolutely um, yeah gotta remember big sis yeah my my grandma right 
my grandpa, he passed away when I was around like 13, but he was okay. a jazz musician. He was like oh, the only really musician cool. I knew like oh, wow. in the family. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, super big time too. He was the one who first got like a state in Oakland with that. He got like a house and an apartment oh, yeah. like with his music, you know? Yeah. Um, but besides that, man, like anybody who's like really believed in me, like right. my uh, group of friends that support me tough, um, Anybody who's giving me a, a shot, like I, I think of my college professor Tom Goff, who gave me my first lead role in a play. Okay. Like somebody to like believe in you past that. Took a that, chance on you. Took yeah. a chance, and yeah. like I made sure, like, oh, you believe in me, like I'm going three thousand for myself now. Right. You know, I was already going like a thousand for myself, but no one yeah. saw it. You know, but like, right. I saw it. Um, also, um, yeah. Anybody who, like, really believes in me and support, I try to go harder for myself when I have more people depending on me. Yeah. Well, i got to ask you, and this is a question Please. I've never asked you. Please. What's what's the ultimate goal for you in terms of in terms of your career? What, what, yeah. what level do you want to get at? Um, The farthest I can. Yeah. As far as I can. With, with and this is probably an even going. harder question, with what's side of the path you got music you got acting i'm okay. sure that's i'm sure that's very conflicting and maybe a question you get often you know i i used to think it was conflicting in college but then my college professor janice was like the more things you do that's more to add to your tool belt that's more to right. add to your arsenal always yeah like perfect whatever she said she was an actor going into college trying to get stuff but she also had makeup ability okay. which got her on the big sets and got her paid during that time so it's like right. if you're around these people and you're doing other things yeah. that leads to other opportunities where right. they're like oh we need an actor and they're like oh i actually act and they're like perfect get there yeah you know if you can get in any way you can get in yeah. so i might go the ludicrous pass maybe i get a number one single and that Let's goes go. crazy and people yeah. are like wait you have a great face do you act and be like oh, yeah God, what do you know in that. what do you right. know you know yeah you never know so um with music man i'd love to tour the world of course i'd love to get a grammy yeah. but i just would love a fan base that just wants like consistent music for me so i can drop like an album a year like, yeah w- waiting for your content whether it's on either platform music yep. acting whatever um, it may be so that for music world tours would just be like you know stadium tours would be crazy if i could get that yeah. um and that's what i'm shooting for always tour buses you know like doing doing the thing um and collabing with artists on high levels like the the green days the j yeah, Cole's, yeah, yeah. like whenever really, i want really being you know? a, be able to do that and, and and for every musician i'm sure that's a dream and then all of a sudden it comes reality and you're like wait i'm sitting with kanye right now exactly like whatever it is exactly right? and the yeah. crazy stories i can come up with after yeah. that um and for acting i would love to act on broadway like do a play on broadway one time in my life that'd yeah. be awesome also um the theater I, is, is really what you're in love with and 100 and yeah. i always want to pay homage to my theater like i have i have yearly goals and one of them is always do something theater related yeah always um but besides that of course i want to go movies of course i want to be in like a yeah. crazy tv show like right. game of thrones where i shoot in new zealand for yeah. like a couple months yeah. like yeah yeah poor you man right. i know for me yeah, this poor is you. what i gotta yeah, do man. getting flown to spain for the next six <laughs> yeah. months to do a movie right right yeah well you know um definitely want to talk about this topic because this is this is really the most important thing in the world today and what's going yeah. on yeah. um you know unfortunately the horrific murder of george Floyd amongst the list of many yeah. um and clearly problems in, in today's world. I mean, you know, what's your take on, on what's going on? Man, George Floyd was just one of the many, you know, injustices we see. And, yeah. like, it's really sad in today's um, society that we see a lot of this stuff and we're numb to it. Right. And I thank God that we were in quarantine and no one's had any distractions besides, like, sports and all that stuff. And yeah. I feel like that uprooting of injustice, like, just 
hit a different different note for all of us. So I think um, now is the time that we need to change and like stand together. And it's beautiful to see all the protests, all the people taking action on social media, using their platforms wisely. Um, just bringing awareness, you know, having the uncomfortable conversations that need to right. happen, you know. Yeah. Because a lot of people are showing their covers online, showing the other way, which is like, it's good to know where people stand, you know? And it's like, if you want to be for the change, for sure, if you're comfortable with the way things were, I just hope you're aware of other people are not comfortable and haven't been comfortable. And they recognize that with your actions. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, from my perspective, you know, because a lot of non-black Americans, people, I mean, not just Americans, people in the world, including myself, don't really realize... You know, until until unfortunately an event like this happens, how black culture influences your life. The music you listen to, the way you dress, like sports icons, different walks of life, perspectives, all those things. I mean, for me, you know, definitely is relevant to everything, every the person I am today. I mean, especially for me, it really, I really was never, you know, luckily for for a lot of people you know at least from where we're from is we're in California yeah right yeah, and when i first joined the military was really when i was exposed to a lot of different cultures and i was you know a, a, a big um a big community in the military especially in the air force was was black was african american and most of my friends were were black guys um and girls and you know um i was talking to my mom today about i was like you know this is definitely a topic i want to talk about with david i'm not really sure what to talk about and she just was telling me a story she was like you know when you were a kid when you were a baby um you know your dad wanted to move around the country every couple months and like stay like every couple months we were planning on this is kind of wild i don't know i'm glad this never happened but (laughs) um apparently my dad wanted to move every couple months around the country um and just kind of go all all over the world but my mom, you know, my mom's not a white lady. Um, she's not black, but she yeah. she she was really the one who shut that down because, you know, she was like, look, like I have brown skin. I've experienced a small minor amount of racism yeah. in my life where my life felt threatened yeah. in California. Yeah. And yeah. and compared to, you know, what those in the black community feel is nothing. But um, how has, you know, racism really affected you in your professional career? Man. Um, luckily, I feel like in my professional career, I don't think race has been too much of an issue. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, there's, there's some, there's some, you know, roles that you go into, then they're looking for a specific type of person. Right. And like, I understand the historical pictures. Like if you're in Jersey boys with like all white dudes from Jersey, you're not going to put a black dude in there. Right. Or like Little if you're playing like that, yeah. Martin Luther King, you're not going to put a white dude in right. there, that you know? Right. wouldn't really fit. Right. But then you can go the Whoopi Goldberg approach. And I don't know most people know the story, but like Whoopi, how she got a uh, sister act and a, a bunch of other, these roles where they were like saying these character types um, and they would say white at the end of it, but Whoopi would show up and she's like, I'm an actor, I can play anything. So you're gonna see me today and I'm gonna act for you. And then she got some of these roles because they were like, I wasn't expecting that. And maybe yeah. we can rethink this, you know, right. to get people to broaden their yeah. uh, perspective. But luckily, just like you, man, it's like, and your mom, like California has been mild, but like, I feel like where I grew up and where we grew up, it's like, I feel like because I'm mixed and light skinned, a lot of people will be able to test their boundaries with me. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, like if I was fully dark skinned, they wouldn't even try saying nigga around me or like some of these other right, things. But they be, yeah, they cross but the line. Because a bit, yeah. I'm light skinned and I'm from where I'm from, they like push. They push. They're like, right. oh, he's not gonna do anything. Oh, I can say right. this. Oh, I can do this. And it's like yeah. little little battles that I've had to like count as L's to be like, well, I got no one to like stand up for, yeah. and like my voice feels silent, but. Um, 
I, I feel blessed and I understand my privilege in this. And um, now's the time where I feel like I could speak on this in that project. And people who were like me, because I know Kadar's face has some same stuff. We used to talk about stuff all the time. He's mixed. He's half Japanese, half black. Yeah. And it's like, it just sucks that um, a lot of kids weren't ra- raised to like realize what's wrong and what's not. You watch the culture, you see a lot of things, and you want to be a part of the culture, but like, you can do exactly the way Eminem did. Like, Eminem's never said the N-word. Never. And throughout, and he's so respected in this. Yeah. Like, you just understand your place in this. You can, right. if people just love black people as much as they love black culture, I don't think we would have this problem today. Yeah, because yeah, they, they want to be everything that looks pretty on paper, but when it really comes down to it and you want to feel what it's like to be a black man, you really yeah. you have no idea really what, 100%. what that feels like. Yeah, man. I mean... Well, let me ask you for, you know, for someone like myself and even like that Whoopi story, I mean, that that just really goes to show you, at least from from here in the story, because I've never heard that story before, um, that it really just takes people, a person even, but people, and and you look at what's happening today with the the protests, which is great, is it takes someone to take a stand or to put themselves out there to open people's eyes to try to get that change to happen and luckily that you know hopefully things happen from these protests for those that are i guess less educated less educated on on things like this that want to learn that you know want to be a part of the change what are some things that you feel like are some things that we should learn to to, to look into to learn about right um well first first something you said earlier like yeah. i feel i feel bad as myself as an artist you know i was saying like earlier my impact yeah. And like, it takes it. Re- it honestly does take people opening up and being honest about this. Whether people listen or not, that that's on them. But yeah, right, 100%. if if I open myself up, which I plan to do in this project, and like let people know of like the little L's I face and the little victories I face, you know that like meant a lot to me. And like how I took a stand and like how I want my story to be told. Most people understand and be like, damn, I never want to make somebody else feel that way ever again. You know, maybe I've done this before. Yeah. Um, Man, how how you can get educated, how you can get involved, man. There's so many ways right now. I mean, voting, huge thing on the polls right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially with the cops, man. There's like the eight that can't wait, you know, like stop strangleholds, make sure they have to say they're shooting before they're shooting. Yeah. Like, like J. Cole did this great thing online. He spoke about this a long time ago, but just resurfaced about like, there's good people who go into the military and go into uh, police, but it's just the system is just flawed. Like, they're entering yeah. a bad machine. It's right. not their fault. They got units, got you, man, you were in Air Force. Air yeah. Force. You got to stand with your brothers regardless, you know? Regardless, yeah. And that that's the thing. Like, you guys create unity, but there's, like, a divide within the unity of the United States, which is, like, why? Why is that, 100%. you know? So resources, man, look online. Um, there's a bunch of... Uh, follow the NAACP or... NAACP, you can follow. Man, there's so many people a you can million, follow. There's a million, a million there's a million. million. Caps movement. Yeah, I mean, Caps there's movement. A there's places to uh, donate. There's places yeah. to support. You can protest. You can support black businesses right now. You can watch Netflix documentaries. I don't know. Have the uncomfortable conversations with your fellow people with privilege. I think that's a big one. And not just like being, um, I don't know. I had a friend, and this is not to shout him out, but I had a friend who was like, I'm going to a protest. Uh, you should come with me. And he's a, he's a white dude. And right. we don't even talk, but I feel like this movement got the best of him. He's like, it, it felt like me, like, I want to make sure I'm there with my black friend to, to show, like, right. that I'm there and I have one. I'm just like, 
I hope you go regardless of whether I go or not. Right. You know, yeah, it's, not, it's not really about for you to know that I'm there. It's for you to know that you're there to really feel what it's like to, yeah. you know, be be involved in, yeah. in what the fuck's going on. And you're going to be, a, you're going to get educated when you go with all the right. speakers and you're going to yeah. be amongst the people who also want the change. You're going to be like, man, you live next door to me and you like want this too. You see the injustice in the world. It's like, it's for you to be aware. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, man, like the, the first time I really, uh, I mean, you, you kind of brought a, uh, brought up a couple a couple things that just kind of sparked my thought process that I really didn't have prepared. But um, I'll tell you, you know, when I got out of the military, I wanted to be a cop. And I don't know if you knew that. Wow, I didn't know but that. But that was like, I was set on that. Wow. And when I got out, there was some incident, not as bad as what's going on right now with or the, what happened with George Floyd, but it was some incident kind of related to that. And uh, my neighbor was a cop for 28 years. And, you know, I saw the way he lived his life. And I was like, you know, he's not like Bill Gates, but like he has a pretty comfy life. He's two beautiful kids, a wife, a house, pool, all these cool things. And I was like, man, that could be great. San Jose PD pays $100,000 plus instantly. Like I was like, this could be a cool thing to start. But once I saw something like that happen... And the way the military works, and I know the politics in, in, kind, of a, in kind of an organization like that, it's, it's fucked up that, like, sometimes if you, like, like you said, like, once you get into that, whether your intent or not is good, sometimes you get caught in the mix with yeah. people that have bad intentions. And for me, I was so scared to get into a position where I see something happening with an officer that maybe is my superior and he's doing something that's completely wrong that I don't believe in. I never wanted to be in that situation, which is ultimately why I didn't become a cop. Wow. I didn't know. Like, yeah. So, I mean, ever since I was like, you know, I watched SWAT, you know, of as course. a kid. Not, oh, man. Like, that's a... And, and bad boys. And, 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 yeah, bad. <laughs> like, all these things, you know, all these... They, they, make, they make being a police officer look so cool. And, you know, but... Like the the bad ones, they they ruin it, you know. 100%. Just like just like in class, just like in sports, just yeah. like in everything, you know. But you know, really, to the fucked up thing is the people that are doing wrong aren't being really like penalized for the things they're doing, yeah. like just like they would as as a as I would if I was a regular American citizen versus a black man. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's pretty fucked up. Um, that's the beauty of like today too. It's like luckily we have our phones and everyone's getting more awareness. Yes, yeah, it's, so like, it's finally getting part to the surface. And you can't turn away from it when it's everywhere. That's right. why I really enjoyed everyone posting because I'm like, man, you go on your feed, you like can't not see it. Yeah. You know. Um, and there, and and that's and that's really what forces the law to happen because if the video camera didn't happen with you know Ahmaud Arbery and that shooting oh, and all those things. Yeah. Like, that yeah. shit doesn't come to light. It doesn't. It doesn't. It gets swept under the rug like and, everything else, unfortunately. And I think that's the power of, like, years of them being able to do something like that and go back home and just have, like, a lunch like nothing happened, right. you know? Um, and it's and it's sad, too, because I work in the prisons. I, I teach improv yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, it looks like the 50s, bro. It looks like the 40s of, like, racism. Like, like it's, super, it's yes. super segregated. They have to. It's like the CEOs make like guidelines like you better only kick it with your people and like they have to look out for themselves and they have to do like this unwritten prison laws and it sucks like our class were allowed for them to mix and be diverse like they grew up most of them yeah but, but like I, being in the yard it's like you're forced to like 100%. you're a white dude you have to go hang out with the nazis like how does that work like you have to it, you yeah have it's to. fucked up you have to yeah and it's unfortunate and that's what really you know all these like the systematic racism is just but it's been keeping it around for, yeah. for all these years and it needs to change. Well, you know, um, 
just to kind of end on a, on a note, I mean, David, thanks again, bro, seriously, for coming on the show. Of course. Um, tell everybody how they can connect with you, see your content, see see all the cool stuff that you have coming out. Man, man, you can follow me everywhere at Active Poet on social media. Um, if you want to listen to my music, Active Poet as well. I'm on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, whatever you listen to, you can find me. I'm super accessible. Currently working on my website, which is probably going to be activepoet.com. Just keep everything, keep it, you know. Keep it active. Keep it, yeah, keep it active. Keep it cohesive. But yeah, that's me, David Morales, Active Poet, coming to uh, a radio station and a theater near you. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. It's Connor Fergus from Door to Door to the Top Floor. Mm-hmm.